What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It is absolutely incredible to be with you guys today. It's Thursday. Um, Excited about this show. We're at episode 843. We just keep climbing. And the whole thing that we're going to be focusing on is this idea that the 49ers 90-man roster is set initially. There's going to be changes, but... For the first time, um, the Niners finally have their maximum number of contracts, which is awesome. Now, um, again, this is going to be fluid. So, like, the roster's set, but uh, there's going to be some changes. uh, For sure, for sure. There's no doubt about it. Love all the hashtag CCs. If you guys have a question, go ahead and tag me in that. Uh, I am flying solo today, so... um, I'll get to your questions as we go through this. But what I wanted to do is kind of step back and give kind of like a, you know, the viewpoint from, you know, way up in the sky, the bird's eye view, if you will, of this roster, kind of break it down by positions. Um, What's the best unit, deepest unit, youngest unit, one we should be watched out and or concerned about and kind of put just some names to that because this is the first time, you know, they they just signed on. Drafted free agent wide receiver Isaiah Winstead, who has been just an internet sensation. Um, you know, he got over 2 million views. He released a cut-up highlight um, video type thing on Twitter. Got zero invites to rookie minicamps, let alone undrafted free agent things. And sure enough, the Niners went and signed him uh, right after, which is really, really interesting. And what's up, Rookie says, may the fourth be with you. There you go. Rogue One's the best Star Wars movie ever made. Uh, Y'all can find me. I'm not the biggest Star Wars guy, but uh, I did enjoy that movie considerably, considerably. What's up, 
Damon. Uh, appreciate the super chat. He says, need some positive Niners talk. So grateful for you in the space you provide for the fans. Stay strong. Oh, I love it. With the hashtag CC in there. That is awesome. Uh, thank you, Damon. There's so much to be positive about. And I understand some things can go the wrong way and we can kind of shift our conversation to a negative light. But man, how can you look at this team and what has been accomplished in such a short time frame? Golly, man. Uh, three out of four in the NFC championships. Pretty damn impressive. Now, we got to finish it, right? We got to finish it. And I think we're close to there. Uh, but but yeah, we'll see. We'll talk through it. Um, we'll keep going through these things. But let, let's talk about this. I got a lot of emails about this guy, this wide receiver, Isaiah Winstead. 6'3", 210, from East Carolina, the Fighting Pirates. Uh, I like East Carolina's program. Always have. Um, now, he's not the fastest cat, okay? 47540. And I'm just going to be honest. I have not watched his game tape. I've seen the highlight reels that keep getting put out, but that's it. And if you know anything about me, you got to watch the film. Highlights only tell part of the story. So we'll figure out why um, he was not drafted. We'll go through all of that once I get to him. We're still going through all of the draft picks that the Niners got. And, man, we, we got a lot of them, which is awesome. I'll put it on the ticker at the bottom. But we're just going step-by-step step down each one of these players. Just finished up a D winner's tape over on our Patreon channel. Um, and basically what I want to do, I want to do at least two to three breakdowns for each draft pick. Then uh, I'm going to jump to the undrafted free agent guys. That's my thinking. I, I want to attribute more value and time to the draft picks because the 49ers did exactly that. Um, I think we're through D winters. I've already got some Braden Willis tape. So the only people that I have not put tape up on yet is Robert bill jr. And Jalen Graham. Those are the next two. And I'm going to be sharing some tidbits on Jalen Graham um, towards the end of this show, which I'm excited about from former GM, Scott McLaughlin, Matt Barrows at the athletic did a hell of a piece uh, just came out today. If you haven't subscribed there yet, please go do so. Uh, I'm just going to share just a couple little tidbits. I not the entire article because it's, behind a paywall and i don't want to take anything away i want to promote um you know what other people are doing in this industry i always want people to go get paid uh it's a big deal so let's talk about this 90 man roster it's weird uh <laughs> i i don't know what else to say you know i spent the the morning going through and looking at all these different players and how they fit. Hey, David, look at this. He says, looking forward to the 90-man roster countdown that John does. Excellent stuff. Uh, so the process has begun, my friend. And so I did initial ranking, one through 90, just on the biggest impact this year. But it's not just going to be me. So I've, I've got some of my producers that are working behind the scenes. Um, they're doing their rankings. We're going to spend the next week ranking all 90 of these prospects and coming out with an average, almost like a big board. Um, of the 90 players we got. Then once we do that, it's research time, uh, which we're pretty good at over here. And eventually we'll start that process. Uh, hopefully we'll start it sooner than later. Last year, man, I was doing three or four videos a day, which was rough, but I, I don't want to do that this year. But we're, we're going to do a 90-man individualized segment on each individual player here. And if you haven't hit subscribe yet, man, go ahead and hit subscribe uh, so you don't miss out on stuff like that. But yeah, so David, we will continue doing that. But as I started, like, you know, filled out the whole depth chart, right? And then you stack them vertically, all the, vertically, all the quarterbacks, all the running backs, all the tight ends. 
it's weird. Um, th- there were some things that stood out to me. Now, here's the overall breakdown of the roster, okay, the 90 people. Let's break it down by position group. You have four quarterbacks. That's pretty standard. You, almost every single team goes in with three, but because of Brock's injury, you got to have four. Um, running backs, fullbacks, we got eight, which is a considerable number. That's a lot. That's a lot of bodies. Uh, I think usually six to seven, but because we use a fullback, we got two fullbacks and Kyle Juszczyk and Jack, Jack Coletto, undrafted free agent. Um, now, wide receivers, 13. Again, it's on the big side. What's up? What's up, Mimi? Uh, she says, good morning, John. Love it. Bang, bang. Um, so, yeah, a lot of wide receivers. Tight ends, five. That That's standard. I uh, think we probably walk out with three. But who's that going to be? Do both rookies, Latu and Braden Willis, make it over Warner and Dwelly? We'll have to see. Uh, we'll have to see. Offensive lineman, you got 16, the largest, second largest group of this. Most is DBs, but offensive lineman, 16. A lot of bodies. Defensive lineman, 14. Linebackers, nine. That's a whole bunch. Um, defensive back, 17. And then specialist, four. So it, it, it it's a lot. It's a lot of guys, and I love it. Obviously, that's going to be trimmed down to 53. So you're, you're talking, that's a lot of guys. 37 not making this roster, if my math is correct. I think it's right. 37 not making it. But then you bring back 16 on the practice squad. So we'll have to see how this, this goes, how it's going to pan out. Now, what is the best unit? In my, and I want to ask you guys this first. If you had to guess, what is the best unit or position on this 49ers rosters quarterbacks running backs you know defensive tackles defensive ends linebackers whatever in your opinion because i'll give my opinion here in a second but i'll give you guys time to answer um you know who is the best position group what makes this team whenever you look at the depth chart and just go oh boy that's it right there um because there were a couple positions that stood out and yeah david says linebackers um, shot J says wide receiver, running back, linebackers. Ooh, interesting. I did not put any of those down as my tops. Uh, running back as well. Running backs loaded. Christian McCaffrey, unbelievable. Elijah Mitchell, he'd be good as a starter if he could stay healthy. Kyle Juszczyk adds to that. Then you've got Jordan Mason, TDP. You've got three undrafted free agents and Ronald Awa- Watts, Kalen LeBourne, and Jack Coletto. <laughs> Look at B fish kicker. Yeah, man, my my DMs and emails are still just coming in with nothing but kicker content. It seems like, uh, but that's okay. What's up, Devin? How you doing, man? He says D line as a whole, but defensive tackle tackle majorly. That's mine. My number one position group on this 49ers roster, top to bottom, it's defensive tackle. I'm with you, Devin. Thank you. Trainwreck says D line. Um, I, I love this, but yeah, defensive tackle in spe- like particular, it's just a whole nother level. Javon Hargrave, you know, I, I, I think he's the third best defensive tackle of the NFL, Aaron Donald. Well, last year, if we're just looking at last year, Chris Jones would be one. If you want to put Aaron Donald to whatever, but then it would be Hargrave. Like that's the order for me. Um, some people want to put Buckner up there. That's fine. No problem with that. But like football season may be over. But the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or fight for home playoff court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. 
and prize picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players get injured. For basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player projection won't count against you, and the rest of your entry stays live. There's lots of bets. Stephen Curry, over 27.5 points. Draymond Green, will he make one three-pointer or no? Very easy things to bet. Download the app today and use code 49ers. For a first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the Prize Picks app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. No matter where you have Javon Hargrave, he is three through five. He's not lower than that. He hasn't been lower than that. Um, then you got Armstead, who is just does everything right. Um, Ken Law. Now he just gets to be a rotational piece. He doesn't have to be incredible. He doesn't have to be amazing. He doesn't have to be a starter. You just come in on short yardage, your first, second down guy, no problem. Now, it sucks that he has not yet lived up to his potential, did not get his fifth-round option picked up. Um, I think that was the right call. But you know what else is interesting? The 49ers were the only team in the NFC West to pick up a fifth-year option in this year's draft class. The only ones. Nobody else did. Uh, Seahawks denied, um, who was it? It was Jordan Brooks. They denied his. And then the Cardinals d- denied Isaiah Simmons. Rams didn't have a first rounder. We had two. We picked up Brandon Ayuk, did not pick up Kinlaw. And to stick with that, the NFL only had 12 out of 32 guys get their fifth-year option picked up. About a one-third ratio, right? It's off by a little bit. Niners had a 50% rate. You got one with Ayuk. You didn't get one with Kinlaw. We're ahead of the you know, average of the NFL as far as first round picks. It sucks, but who knows? I'm here to say, I think Ken Law's got a little juice left in him. I really, really do. And so I'm pretty excited about this. Yeah, Mimi said, we need to be solid in the trenches. I'm a little worried about the offensive side. Yeah, we're going to get to that. Um, But on the defensive side, again, Kevin Givens is our number four. He started for us week one last year. Kalia Davis, which... 
I saw somebody, Big Papa, here we go. He says, man, hey, in reality, judging this draft class, wouldn't we put Kalia Davis in this draft class? You could totally do that. He was drafted with the purpose of redshirting him last year. If you remember, the Niners had four defensive tackles on expiring contracts. And so bringing him in and just having him wait, come in, now it's just bonus. It's like he's fifth on the depth chart for me, but good gosh, like he could get some meaningful playing time, not to mention Ty McGill, undrafted free agent, Spencer Wage. Like there's some dudes there. Uh, really, really excited about this group. I, I think it's the best unit. Now, the deepest unit, as far as just so many guys, where you get to the back end of that 53, and it's like, who the hell is going to be left off? Listen to these names at corner. Corner's crazy to me. Okay, Charvarius Ward, Demo, Isaiah Oliver, Sam Womack. I feel like those four automatic locks. You want to throw in the rookie, Daryl Luter Jr., as a fifth-round pick. Okay, I'm cool with that. Now you've got, listen to these names, that are fighting for the last spot. Ambry Thomas was starting an NFC Championship game not too long ago. Quantrez Knight, incredible. Miles Hartfield. And then you brought in Deshaun Jameson, a rookie that could be your kick returner and has elite speed uh, tactics. Like, you're going to be letting go of some corners that are going to get picked up elsewhere. I remember a time, not too long ago, uh, here we go. It's May the 4th, right? And at a time in a galaxy far, far away. Uh, we used to cornerback depth used to be the scariest thing to us because you would have one entry and then it's Brian Allen out there against Miami, right? Ugh, just, just hurts. Kirk Patrick. I, was that against Miami too? No, I wouldn't. I forgot. Who, I think it was the Colts. Just bad. Just bad. We don't have that issue anymore. Ambry Thomas was starting in the NFC Championship game. He had the interception that sealed our playoff entrance to get to the NFC Championship game. That dude could sniff the field last year. And now, Daryl Luter, which they're pretty high on, and if you watch their tape, man, I really liked him. I really liked him. And it's it's going to be interesting, to, to say the least. I, I don't know if there's no injuries here. This is going to be probably one of the toughest camp battle spots, preseason battle spots, this cornerback position. Because you can't keep everybody. You just can't. And, I mean, it is it is deep. It is really, really deep. Uh, Clarzard, John, why does it feel like every time Kinlaw is out there, he's a liability? Uh, the film would not say so. There was He had a bad first half in the NFC Championship. No doubt about it. And the things were posted. But here's what I would say. If you guys are a Patreon member, just type in Javon Kinlaw on our page. Um, and if you're not a Patreon member, I don't know what you're doing. Uh, we were we were putting out a ridiculous amount of content over there. I mean, it's it's every damn day we're putting something up. Just Google 49ers and Patreon or go to patreon.com slash 49ers Rush Podcast. It's in the link description of this video or audio podcast. Type in Javon Kinlaw. And I went through and I watched every single play in the second half of that NFC championship, he was fine. Not a liability at all. I think that he is a liability and seen as that because of the pedigree, the draft pedigree, the trade, the DeForest Buckner trade. And so the expectations, they didn't merit the play on the field. And that ain't his fault. That's our fault. He hasn't been healthy, but there's, man, go back. And again, that playoff run where we just kept winning all those games with Brock Purdy, 
that dude had three fourth down stops in three games. Uh, fourth and one stops. He was a part of three of them, three consecutive games in a row. Do I think that he should be a starter? No, but I guarantee you this. A lot of teams would be happy for him to be a starter as just a run stuffer. The pass rushing hasn't been been there really at all. Um, but yeah, I'm higher on him than most. The Godfather. What's up, Nicholas Parra? Uh, he says, Bears first Chiefs, Saints first Patriots are Germany games. Uh-oh, they just leaked. Hopefully we're in the UK versus Jags game. Man, please keep me updated as we are live on this. This is the same day last year that they leaked out all of the um, international games. Shout out to Coach Cruz for letting me know that. I didn't know that. Uh, he, he texted me this morning. But, man, if the we're going to – let me just say this. The 40 Irish Rush Road Trip going to be a full swing this year, as, as it has been for three consecutive years in a row since COVID. Since COVID, that the whole season that was scrapped since after that. But really, we started beforehand because we did <laughs> the last game before COVID. We were at the Super Bowl, the 40 Irish Chiefs Miami Super Bowl. But we're going to be traveling a lot this year. And number one, you know, the top of the list is London. If it's London International, I will be at every 49ers International game from now until John Chapman's not walking anymore. That's just the, the, the facts. If you went with us to Mexico last year, that was one of the coolest experiences of my life. Not just as a fan. It was incredible. Um, so we're going to be replicating that. But let's say hypothetically – that game is not in the UK. Um, we will be traveling to Jacksonville for the Jaguars game. So uh, very, very high on the list. And as the schedule comes out, May 11th is whenever it's supposed to come out. Trust me, um, we, we're we going to be letting everybody know what games we'll be at and what games we won't be at. I'm really, really excited about this. Really, really excited about this. Shot J says, like, subscribe, Patreon. He's the best. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Um, now, here we go. Look at this. David says, I feel like Ambry could have a bounce back training camp. Um, having, haven't given up on him yet. I, I don't think he's got a shot for sure. Uh, injuries and just, you know, it just never caught on for him last year. And he just got passed by so many people, Samuel Womack, uh, Diamador Lenore, like just flew past him. And whenever he got in there and mop up duty time, wasn't that great either. Special teams. Wasn't that great either. Seymour Butts, what's up, buddy? Uh, average DTs usually don't flash while watching games or on the stat sheet. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Um, yeah, Trainwreck says he's a victim of his draft position. I do like that. Steven, he says, crazy idea, but if Kinlaw struggles staying healthy this year during camp, would you find it better he transitions to the offensive side? Niners uh, select plays where he's a lead blocker. They like speed um, at that spot. They don't go with the power blocker. And if they did do that, they could be Jason Poe. I, I don't see it. It'd be fun, though. I, a lot of teams do that, but usually it's the power scheme guys. I, I don't I don't see that with him. I, I, but it would be fun. It would be fun. Ooh, Bay Area Baller saying Ambry's probably going to get cut. That's crazy. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, <laughs> Aviad says he's going to be at that Dallas game. I will be at the Dallas game. Uh, that is that I will be there for that game. There's no doubt about that. Right here, Wood. He says, "Do you think if Ambry, uh, do you think if Ambry is made a trade candidate to the Texans, or if you think he's going to get cut? Very possible. Usually, what happens with these trade guys, and we say this every year, Niners have one of the best, deepest rosters. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. Uh, somebody will take a chance on him. There's no doubt about it. There's so many Niners coaches and front office and personnel execs and whatever else throughout the NFL now." 
yeah, a lot of people have seen what Ambry could do. So th that's something to keep an eye on. But yeah, right here, man, this is me, Alex. Quantrez not going to show out. They keep adding spots and making it more difficult. I believe in the player. I really, really do believe in the player, Quantrez Knight. He just needs a chance. Uh, trust me. Trust me. Whenever I say preseason, Q Knight going to show out, man. Uh, look at that. He says, got my receipts. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, yeah, train wreck. I'd take this. Uh, a six for Ambry Thomas. I would take it right now, but I'd rather wait and see injuries. You know, it seems like every single year, and this is true for most NFL teams, but mainly the 49ers, there is one position that they stack injuries at every year during training camp. Last year it was defensive tackle. Year before that was running back. Year before that was center, where you get three or four injuries to the same position group, and it's just like, ah, <laughs> like it's so exhausting. So if that was corner, I'd hold on to him for now. Uh, we've got a lot of picks next year, which I'm pretty excited about. Um, yeah, we got a lot of picks next year, which is going to be fun. So, yeah, we'll see here. Let the preseason sort competitions out. Yes, love it. Love it. Looter will be a future core piece, John. I can feel it. Hey, we got a new DC, baby, in Wilkes, and he loves this guy. Adam Peters loves this guy. Tape loves this guy. He's fun. Uh, one of my favorite things when we were doing draft research was – I was like, dude, this dude's a grown man. He got married a long time ago, graduated a long time ago, already has a kid. He's not that old. But whenever Adam Peters got in front of the mic, he said, he's a man. <laughs> this dude's grown. And so, like, you know, we do these research. I don't get to talk to the players. But whenever you're digging through, you know, their accomplishments at this at this point in their career or at this age, and you're just like, yeah, it's a grown man. <laughs> and so uh, I, I'm excited to see what he could do. I really, really am. And the the best part about this is he doesn't have to be forced into the fire, Daryl Luter. And so we're talking about the deepest position. Man, that's going to be a fun spot. And I, I don't know when the last time we've been able to say that. It's gotten better, the corners, the depth at cornerbacks, year after year after year. And, you know, obviously Verrett was around for so long and incredible, but just couldn't stay healthy. Manuel Mosley was around for so long, but again, you know, two years ruined by an injury. He's gone now, and I wish him the best. Verrett hasn't signed anywhere. I don't think he will. But, man, we do not have, and I say that, I probably shouldn't say this, these guys all play. These guys all play. We don't have guys with long injury history at the cornerback position for the first time in a long time. In a long time. Now, let's balance this, okay? I, I like positivity, but let's go the other way. What's the shallowest and or worst position group? I think everybody would agree probably the offensive line, which is crazy because the Niners didn't even draft one O-lineman. But it's hard to say it's a bad group whenever you have the best offensive lineman in football in Trent Williams, Hall of Famer. Like, he's great. You've got youth everywhere. You know, your starting guards, it's set with, you know, Banks and Burford. That's great. you got Brindle. But in, here's what I would say about the offensive line. Every team has to, there's an opportunity cost to the salary cap. You're going to spend somewhere. You can't spend somewhere else. There's only so many dollars that can go around a team. They spend on the defensive tackle spot. And like we said, that's the best unit on this team, in my opinion. Well, what's the counterbalance to that? The offensive line, they're not spending money on. They're spending on Trent. That's it. Everybody else, dirt cheap. 
You look at Jake Brindle, who they just signed to an extension, right? He's getting four million a year, four point one million a year. That's his AAV. That's the nineteenth center, nineteenth. Like we're not paying at that position. You got two rookie contracts at guards. You just signed a restricted free agent tender to Colton McKivitz, two point three million a year. He's the sixty eighth highest paid tackle in the NFL. He's slated to start right now. So it's, I'm not saying it's the worst unit. I'm saying it has the most, it has the least amount of money attributed to it. It has the least amount of premier played players there. It has the least amount of draft capital spent there. But there's a lot of bodies behind. I mean, you know, if we're just, if we're just talking tackle, Matt Pryor, I think, is going to be huge and get some playing time. Nick Sakel could play everywhere. Jalen Moore, yeah, well, we've seen him. They like him at left tackle. We'll see. But, again, none of those guys are like, oh, hell yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Interior, a lot less concern. Mimi says Banks and Burford will be better. Yeah, they, they were great last year. They were great last year. Um, and so I, I'm excited about that. And we've got some unrestricted free agents. Um, Bill on the rookie side, Fisher, um, the undrafted free agent. Let me put the list of undrafted free agents up just in case you don't know uh, who they are. I'll put them down on the bottom. But yeah, you got three offensive linemen, Corey Luciano, Ilm Manning, and Joey Fisher. Joey Fisher seems to be the bell of the ball of all of these uh, undrafted free agents, but you know, everything I've not watched his tape. Okay. I've not watched his tape out of Shepard. But I'll say this everybody says he's slated to be a guard, not a tackle. He played tackle, but short arms, all that stuff. And again, I have not done film on this yet. So uh take this for what you will. We'll see. Cause I'm not so sure he's gonna mix up in the tackle spot. Interior offensive line, there's so many guys. John Valenciano's huge. I, I want like again, as I'm ranking these players for my top 90 i got Valenciano and Pryor really high after that zakil jason poe i mean you've got guys and then you've got all these undrafted free agents if you're really high on fisher i'm not sure where he's going to be practicing this is why you know trading camp and all that stuff's going to be so fun um i i'm really really excited about that um <laughs> look at this uh what's up Matt? he says you sound like my econ professor well guess who taught economics for over a decade that would be uh none other than john chavin guess who did master's work in economic theory ah that would also be me uh so yeah th there's probably a reason why that comes up uh, i'm a big i'm a big nerd i'm a big nerd people don't i think you guys know that <laughs> that's okay all right what about the youngest unit um, this one for me was easy despite the most recent signing. The quarterbacks, God, they are some pups over there, boy. Um, they are some pups. Lance, 22 years old, uh, Brock, 23, and then Sam Darnold, 25. You just brought in Brandon Allen, who's 30. Um, but he's just going to be a camp arm. And unless there's an injury somewhere, I don't think that there's a chance. But when we're talking about the 40 hours quarterback position, I think we got to kind of be careful. Uh, because there's just so many. But yeah, it's it's just so freaking young. Now, oldest unit, we got to go back to the best unit. Defensive tackle's pretty old, but it's balanced. One of my things, and again, whenever you stack all these guys vertically based on their positions, 
defensive tackle is probably the oldest. You got Armstead, 29. You got Hargrave, 30. You got McGill, 30, right? But then you look at the positions after that, and everybody's a pup. I mean, Javon Kinlaw, rookie deal, right? Um, Kevin Givens, rookie deal. Alex Barrett, yeah, he moves around. Ke uh, Kalia Davis hasn't played a game yet, rookie deal. Like, Spitzer Wage, rookie deal. So, yeah, you've got three gray beards, you know, long in the, the tooth, but it's balanced relatively well. It really, really is. Now, the one thing that was a concern with all these extensions is you look at the Armstead and you look at Hargrave, like they have a lot of years left and they're already 30. That's going to be something to watch. Can Hargrave play till he's 34? Can Armstead play till he's 34? Yeah, we see it in the NFL, but we'll have to see what that looks like. We'll have to see what that – Melissa, what's up, Melissa? She's one of the best people there is. Thank you, Melissa. She says, love the hat. This was the draft hat from last year. I didn't even see the draft hat team – uh, release hats out this year. Um, usually the draft time is whenever I buy a couple new hats. I need to get in on that. So, um, yeah, I, I need to start looking out. I need to start looking out right here. Uh, David says, John, what are your thoughts on LeBorn? Yeah, I, again, I, I'm just going to be very frank and very honest. I have not watched Marshall tape. He's the running back from Marshall. Um, I, I know a lot of people were really high on him. I haven't watched him. Um, and every single year we fall in love with at least one undrafted free agent running back. It's just the rule of being a 49ers fan. If you don't, you get your pass revoked. I'm joking, of course. Uh, but last year, Jordan Mitchell was my guy, but I watched a lot of him before we got him. I liked him before we got him. I've not watched Marshall tape. Um, so <laughs> Shate says being a Nord rocks. <laughs> I love it. We make the world go round, David. That's what's up, man. Um, that's awesome. Uh, here we go right here. Uh, Mimi, she says, we have money. Do you think it's possible if the O-line is bad, we can pick up a player mid-season like we did CMC? Yes. Currently, yes. Niners got about, you know, eight to $9 million cap space. You can make a move. I'm not sure what the plan is. Everybody immediately assumed we were going to sign another edge guy, which I would not be against. But, Mimi, I, I am with you here. I want the flexibility. I like the 90-man roster where it is, okay? And I want a little bit of wiggle room so that if something happens, we want to do a pre uh, midseason trade, we get a lot of injuries, and we need to go out and sign somebody. I want to have that flexibility, and the Niners have that currently. If you do bring in an edge, Yannick Ngakwe is the name everybody keeps throwing around. However, he's going to cost almost all that salary cap, if not all of it. I don't like that. I want Yannick. I really do. I really want Yannick Ngakwe. But I want the flexibility to be able to press if we need to press week six of the NFL season and somebody becomes available for trade and blah, 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 something like a CMC. I want to be able to do that. And again, if you don't use that cap money, let's say you keep $3 million, that rolls to next year, okay? Again, so it's, it's not like it's just lost. It's not like it's lost. Um, yeah, a couple questions right here coming through just on the, the wide receiver um, that we just brought in. Marty says, how do you feel about the 6'4 wide receiver? Man, again, just gauging off the highlights. Unreal shiftiness for a guy. I think 6'3 was his official measurement. He was not a combine guy. Um, so, you know, we're going off pro day numbers and all that stuff. But... 
he's shifty, man. He's already the tallest co- uh, wide receiver on the team. Niners don't usually go after that huge height, but what they do love is separation. Either you're a yak guy, you break tackles like Debo, right? Or you get separation like Ayuk. You got to fit into one of those things. He is a big-bodied guy that his routes are really, really good. His short area quickness is unreal for that size. I don't know much else about him. He's not fast, um, so that's interesting. Could he be a Jawan Jennings type, big slot, Jalen Hurd type, big slot role? I think that's where he'll be. And if he gets separation, that's awesome. Um, We'll have to see. But outside of that, again, I just hate to say this, I have not watched his tape. I have not watched his tape. David, he says, John, is there a free agent that you would sign? There's a lot of older guys. I would sign the guy that would take a cheap deal. I would. There's like seven of them right now. Lamar Houston, Leonard Floyd, Yannick Gakwe. I'd start at the top of the list with the Gakwe, and I'd say, hey, we want to give you $3 million, and we'll give you, you know, if you get to eight sacks, we'll hit a $4 million bonus, something like that, which he's hit over eight sacks every year he's ever played. Uh, so you go pay that. So, and if he says no, I'd go next down the list. Hey, we'll pay $3 million. You hit the sack bonus. We give you this. That's what I would do. Um, but as far as a specific name, I want somebody that wants a ring that's willing to take a team friendly deal. That's what I want. And, and that's kind of where I see that they are currently. Does that make sense? And so like, that's what I want now. You know, we're talking about like the shallowest position and all these different things. Defensive end's interesting. There's a lot of bodies there, no doubt about that. But outside of Bosa, there's question mark central. It's question mark central. So that's what we got to see. Now, a couple offensive uh, dates that just got released by Matt Barrows. Rookie minicamp starts on the 12th uh, to the 13th. OTA practices. They start May 22nd, and then minicamp is June 13th through the 15th. I'll have to update my dates on that, uh, but that just got released uh, just recently. So that's some pretty fun stuff. I like that. Uh, Nice to get these dates so that I can figure out when I can do certain things, (laughs) to say the least. Um, Now, let's talk about this. Let's, Let's transition. Let's talk about this article that was put out by Matt Barrows, who's best in the business as far as I'm concerned, on The Athletic. Go subscribe if you haven't yet. He interviewed Scott McLaughlin, um, who, if you don't know who Scott McLaughlin is, he's the GM, former GM of the 49ers, who was responsible for guys like Frank Gore, Patrick Willis, Joe Staley. You know, obviously had a lot of misses as well, but a lot of home runs. And he sat down with them, and this article is incredible. They they talked about five or eight players. I'm only going to share brief thoughts on two because, again, I want to respect the work that they do, and I almost I want you to go read it and subscribe over there. Uh, I'm not trying to take away their content, but there were a couple things that they shared that I thought were interesting on players that I disagreed with and or did not have not finished my work on them. The first is Cameron Latu. Cameron Latu is interesting, and I, I want to – Start off this conversation not with my words, but I'm going to book in this, okay? We're going to start with Kyle, what he said about Cameron Law, too. Then we're going to hear from Chase McLaughlin, not here, but I'm going to share some quotes. Then I'm going to end it with John and what he said on Cameron Law, too. So this is the you know third-round pick, Cameron Law, too. Here's Kyle on why he, what he liked about him. He liked about him the most, that he looked like a, a good player. Um, 
but also how much better he got throughout the year and how much more we think's in his body. And then you look at his history and knowing he was he came in playing linebacker the first two years, I think, um, switched over. Um, so he's late to the position. And as you watch him throughout the year, we think he can get a lot better in the run game and the pass game. And it's hard to say whether he's a – usually you designate a guy one or the other. He's a run blocker or a pass blocker. I mean, or a pass game guy. And we see this guy as both. And he could accelerate in both. And um, that's important to us with all our tight ends. Now, I, I like what he said. I'm just going to be honest. I didn't see that at all. I didn't see it. And – this is why I really, really like this piece, and I'm only going to share a couple real quick actual quotes from this article. And again, this is from Scott McLaughlin. Quote, he competes, just not there yet. End quote. So he competes. You got you got it all up here. It, you're not drafting Cameron Lawtu for what he is. You're drafting for what he will become. This is the problem that I had when watching so much of his film, and I watched a lot of it. Uh, I've got film clips up and breakdowns. I'm going to keep adding more tape. Watch it as tape. It's just hard to see how he fits in with the 49ers at his current play at Alabama. Now, John talked about how, again, this dude was recruited as a defensive end and was a defensive end for Alabama for two years before switching over. New to the position. He's got to figure some stuff out. But the things that I thought he was really, really good at he, he catches the ball well, natural pass-catching hands, and, man, he fills the zone in an uncanny way. And what I mean by that is he fills space really, really well. A lot of flaws to his game. I don't want to focus on those things. I want to focus on what he does well. Scott McLaughlin, this is a quote from the athletic article by Matt Barrows. Quote, it's like watching Tony Gonzalez run routes, end quote. I read that, and I was like, what the hell? Like, I definitely didn't see that. but. Scott McLaughlin did, and that is a huge, huge positive. Um, he finished up talking about Law 2, quote, that's going to end up being a hell of a pick, end quote. And I like that. I like that a lot, a lot. But I don't know. Uh, yeah, uh, Matt, he says, that's our new tight end. Yeah, yeah, that's our new tight end. And it's it's interesting to me that, you know, I sure as hell did not see Tony Gonzalez type stuff, but the body builds there. The athleticism's not there. Um, but let's go back. Let's go to John Lynch. What did John Lynch see? And what did he have to say about Cameron? Lockett? Um, I, I think his mentality, I think he's a, a, a versatile player, uh, in that he's good in both the, uh, the run and the pass, but he went to Bama as a, as a linebacker. And I think he plays like that. You know, I think he's got a, uh, you know, he, he he's an aggressive player. He's a competitive player. When you're watching film with him, you know, he's a guy who, as, as soon as the next play, his recall's really good. And he, you know, coach, this is not a good one. You know, he's just, he kind of grew on you from that standpoint. I know Kyle got to talk to uh, Sark uh, over at Texas, who had coached him right when he was transitioning over to the tight end position. Um, you know, got some information. But, um, you know, just we like the skill set and we like the mentality. There we go. Um, so, like, it, it's it's interesting. And, again, I love how they draft an Alabama player and they don't mention an Alabama coach. They may, they mention a Texas coach. These, the spite on these guys with the Alabama coaching staff is so strong. Uh, they they cannot <laughs> – they hate each other so much. Um, 
they hate each other a lot. Look at this. Um, RTP says, wouldn't be surprised if he's getting in with Kittle right now. Now, again, he was one of three college tight ends that were invited to Kittle's tight end university. So that relationship's already there. I'm excited about that. Um, and again, like I picked Law 2 to single out in this discussion because, again, I want the discourse, the conversation between my write-up and what I saw and what we're hearing. Because again, I'm out on it. I was out on him. Um, I, I And again, like, I hope I'm wrong. I'm not rooting against him or anything like that. That's not it at all. But I had Cameron Latu rated 192 on my big board. 192. They took him 101. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll see what that is. And I, I hope he dominates. I hope he dominates. Um, now... The other player that I wanted to talk to is, again, this is a player that I have not done much work on, and that's Jalen Graham, the linebacker um, that they took with their very last pick in the seventh round. These are Scott McLaughlin's words. Quote, I gave him a fourth-round grade two years in a row. Two years in a row, end quote. Really, really high on him. Quote, he's got instincts, he's got eyes, end quote. I like that. I like to hear that because usually what the Niners do, and we see this with D winters, you go after this, you know, speed freak, aggressive dude. And, or you go after the Fred Warner type. That's, you know, size, speed, length. This is an instinctual player that you took at the very end of the seventh round. And you're just like, look, let's get this guy in here. We'll see what he can do. Linebacker is one of the cleanest positions where athleticism does not necessarily translate to quality play. Instincts up here, up here, up here is everything. And so excited about that, man. R really excited about this. Crazy Juice says, uh, I really hope Latu and Willis uh, make the roster. It's going to be interesting because you got Charlie Warner and Ross Dwelly, who are more blocker guys. And then you got Latu and Willis, who are more receiving guys. So part of me says they keep one and one. But we'll see. Somebody's going to have to surprise. Now, Willis can block. Latu currently cannot block. But he's a third-round pick. He's making the roster. That dude's locked. He, he's making the roster. But, again, he might make the roster, but whoever that number three tight end is might get playing time over him, especially early. Because, again, you're drafting Latu for what he will be, not what he is, what he will be. And I think that's huge. Um, yeah, writing's been on the wall for Dwelly for a long time. But... It's like the Cassius Marsh, right? You remember him? Like, you got to beat him out. And he just stays healthy, and he can do everything, and everybody loves him. And so they, there's a place on this roster for guys like that. You got to take it from them. You're a young pup. You got to go take it. That's all there is to it. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's fun to enter into these conversations. But, man, I, I just I, – I, I don't know. I, I just – We'll see. We'll just have to see what that looks like. Um, but, yeah, this is fun. And I like the team. By far one of the best rosters. Like, if you're not a Niners guy or girl and you just, you're just you just an NFL fan and you look at the rosters across the NFL, the 49ers at the top of the list. You might have a team or two ahead of them. I don't mind that at all. But, like, it's like Eagles and 49ers as far as rosters go. Quarterback position changes some things. Because if you look at dominant quarterback play that usually does well in the, the playoffs, 
Are the Niners going to be there? I think that they will. They've got lots of swings at it with Trey Lance, Brock Purdy, Sam Darnold. I don't consider Brandon Allen a true option there. But man, this roster's solid. And I'm very, very excited about what this team has before it. Now, a lot more content coming you guys' way. If you haven't yet subscribed, please do so. But uh, just after this, once I get this loaded and put out for all the audio people, and I just want to say thank you, audio podcast listeners. You guys are great. I know I have so much interaction live with the YouTube audience and Twitter and Twitch and Facebook, but the, the numbers that we put up audio-wise is considerably more than what we do on YouTube, and I don't think I take the time to thank uh, all the people that download uh, and listen. And I really do appreciate that. So thank you. You guys make this whole thing roll. Uh, and we're just going to keep grinding over here. Uh, lots more Patreon uh, video breakdowns. I'm doing a Robert Bill one next. That's what's up next. I'm going to get that done uh, hopefully this early afternoon. Uh, and I'll get that up on Patreon soon. Our executive producers, Timothy, David, Philip, Kilton, Niner, and 49ers, Georgia are the best. And until next time, man, this is fun. Uh, it's going to be a fun freaking year. Ah! I'm so excited. Till next time, stay strong, faithful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.